Welcome to Call to Think. This is a podcast for you if you want to take yourself or something that you are creating to the next level. My name is Magdalena Bebik and every week I give you some food for thought and today is no different. Maybe you will agree with me on this one, maybe not, uh, and that is okay. But I think that we, maybe not you and I, because we think about those things and you listen to a podcast like this, meaning that you are aware of your actions and your behavior and you, you consume things that make you even more aware. But I have experienced that people generally have forgotten a little bit about what their actions have for consequences, how they impact their reputation, their a possibility to get or not get a gig even. Uh, and what I will be talking about here in this episode is uh, something that might cost somebody a client or, or a gig or a deal or a business. So my inspiration for this episode came from a post I wrote for LinkedIn, where I wrote that LinkedIn and I are not friends in 2024. Uh, maybe a little bit of a clickbait, so be it. But my point here is that what we write on LinkedIn has changed. LinkedIn used to be a somewhat boring platform when people would share their professional uh, successes and maybe their insights and speak and, and give people endorsements and people would go to LinkedIn when they were looking for a job. And still I hear to this point that people say, I have a job now, I don't need LinkedIn, which is not true either. You should use LinkedIn each day, every day, I believe, because it's like having your business conference going for you all the time. And with that said, I've realized that people are writing stuff on LinkedIn that I wouldn't, uh, that, that might even harm them. And I'm, go I'm gonna give you a few of those and let's see if you agree with me and you're welcome to contact me and, and let's have this conversation. And perhaps, and hopefully, you will just agree with me and say, yeah, 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 totally. And, and this does not apply to me. If this is applied to you, if I happen to offend you, that's of course not my intention. But if this actually is you and you haven't thought about this, then maybe this can help because I do and I have strong opinions. So, you know, new ones stem to your liking. But first and foremost, I think that LinkedIn has become like any other social media platform nowadays. We don't distinguish LinkedIn from Facebook or Instagram or God forbid TikTok. So now we're writing pretty much anything on LinkedIn not maybe considering that a lot of people that we are connected with on LinkedIn, we actually don't know. I connect with many people on LinkedIn that I have never met that could be my potential partners, clients, uh, could book me for a keynote, you know, different to maybe uh, Facebook when we actually add friends or I hope that's what I have on my Facebook. I Everybody I have on Facebook, I have met. So I have not as many people as as usual on LinkedIn, but whoever is there is actually my friend, as it's supposed to be in the beginning. Instagram is one-sided. People can follow you on Instagram uh, well, if they if they want to, but it's not the dialogue is not the same. But I believe that on LinkedIn the dialogue is is the key. So some stuff that people post that bother me. First, uh, I saw the other day 
a borderline nude picture of somebody that's in my professional network actually unfollowed that person because I, I thought it was highly inappropriate. And this is not the same thing as people being in the gym. It's not the same thing as people um, showing that they are taking care of their health, whatever. But this was, um, I would not post this on Facebook. So let's leave it at that. And this person used that picture to sell something that they are creating. So so this was, at the, I, I don't even find the word, I don't want to be associated with, with, with the words I'm thinking. But um, this was, to me, extremely inappropriate and and given also the fact what the person does for a living i'm not going to out that person it's the the i hope that the post is taken down but they they are not alone a lot of posts are a little bit if, if i if i would meet somebody at a business dinner would i still would I feel embarrassed about what i posted on linkedin the two weeks ago um that that's kind of a a measurement. If I if I met somebody um, live offline and they said, "Oh, you are the person who talks about packaging and knowledge and expertise and about reputation," do I have something on my social media that that I should be worried about? Like, oh yeah, but then you saw my holiday picture. And and speaking of that, people post so many pictures that are to me private. like personal and i'm i'm not the court and the judge it's not my my distinguishing line is not the and you know my truth is not the truth but i think a lot of people still agree on the fact that that some private stuff should one remain private two if social media then maybe facebook or 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 instagram stories and and this will disappear in 24 hours but on LinkedIn it kind of stays and imagine you're looking for a a job somebody will check you up on LinkedIn no question and maybe they think it's it's nice and refreshing that you post your private stuff but I would not take the chance so in the LinkedIn post that I wrote I I asked uh, or I said that that something is not a strength and I'll come back to that as well uh, because that's another point that people are making on LinkedIn nowadays but but my question is do you think that your potential clients employers uh, think that it's a good thing to post private stuff on LinkedIn so it's once again not about you it's about the receiver who is receiving your messages on the social media channel that you have chosen so and, and also for people who are because there are platforms for sharing more personal content for people who don't want to see that please don't send me pictures of your kids or your cars even if i love cars i don't want to okay cars maybe no i'm gonna be i'm gonna practice what i preach but um don't don't send me pictures on linkedin about your kitchen renovation or your christmas tree or your vacation because i don't care if we are friends i already know about all those things but if we have never met I kind of do not care. Perhaps about your charity work, because that that is kind of um, relevant to your other work, I believe. But but if you are a stressed out mom privately and you're struggling with things, I don't. I kind of don't want to hear it. And here is the segue to another one. It has become 
to my in my opinion somewhat of a of an inflation when it comes to showing vulnerability and and weaknesses and flaws and i have no idea what happened because in my world and once again my world is not the world but maybe you will agree with me or maybe not i i don't think that it's a strength to show your weaknesses i don't i don't because if i'm a strong person it means that i take care of my weaknesses and then i don't have them anymore or or i don't show them because they are not important to you and our work together but now it has become almost like a a, a selling point and I mean, do I do I feel sorry for you and thus hire you, or do I? Because I would, when I'm hiring somebody to do a job for me, I want to see competence, and and I you don't have to be overly confident, but I don't want to hear going on and on and on about your flaws and your bad self confidence, low self confidence, and your struggles earlier in life. I want to have you strong and focused right here and i do have respect for for all the struggles people may have um, but please don't flaunt them and use them as a selling point and and if you really need support call a friend because if if i was hiring somebody 10 years from now and i go back in i wouldn't go back 10 years in their linkedin feed but you know what i mean two years and and I would see, oh, they're only talking about their low self-esteem and their depression and their procrastination. To in my to my ears, it's like, oh shoot, I'm uh, tough. They will be away from work most of the time. They will they will crack uh, when when push comes to shove. They'll crack. And I would say no. Um, do you, do I mean you should hide those flaws and not tell people about them? Um, yes and no. I, I I think you should work on them. Uh, and I think that you should get rid of them or accept them and, and, you know, be as you are, but don't complain about them and don't use them as a unique selling point because I don't think that anybody wants to hire somebody who's talking about their imperfections all the time because that will reflect on the work that they do. I think, I think. But it has now become a some some kind of, almost like a competition. And actually, I remember saying once, uh, that I I'm not gonna I was nominated for an award and I remember saying to somebody uh, that you know I'm never gonna win because I don't have a sob story I don't have a breakdown that I came back from I never I was never burnt out I never I was just you know been working hard my entire life without any breaking into a wall or or something of course I have my shit but I'm not gonna make it to us I'm not building my story brand around my flaws and in some in some instances and contexts nowadays you almost need that you almost need like a redemption story to be eligible for some stuff and i think it's wrong because that person who's been strong all the time um loses the battle and and if we think about it that way i mean do i do i make up a uh, a flaw that i don't have uh, or do i do i out something i'm not comfortable like you are not being helped by my flaw of, of having zero sense of orientation. I need a map to, to come home because I don't find it. Like, is that, that has nothing to do with me helping you packaging your expertise. Um, but some people will say that it would help me become more human on LinkedIn. You know, I don't need to find LinkedIn. It's at my desk. It's at my, in my home, at my laptop. That sense of... It's, it, my sense of orientation is not that bad, but but so I think that 
if you are one of those people posting about your imperfections all the time, please stop. Um, I want to see your success stories. I want to see when you excel at something. I want to see uh, your passion for work and not not only maybe even feeling sorry for yourself for all the imperfections that you have because you're such a procrastinator, but stop procrastinating, please. So I'm I'm not concerned about this. I'm just irritating. I, I mean, I'm, I'm unfollowing people who have this strategy. So actually, to be honest, I've unfollowed quite a few people lately. And that is what made me aware of, of, of that mindset that people have. Um, last thing that is not as harmful, but it can be harmful in the wrong, long run. It's not, well, I think it can cost your clients, actually, to be honest. A lot of people are doing a lot of different things. So do I, and that's okay. But I don't post about all the different things that I do. Uh, is it a lie not to? No, because when I focus on my client's work, I focus on my client's work. But when I'm not doing client's work, I do a lot of different things. And if I would start posting about all of these things, people will start questioning, Do do does she really have the time? Because people, I believe, I suppose, I would, um, are interested in, in hiring somebody who's really, really good at what they do. And mathematically, uh, you need to put in hours and, and time and effort into becoming an expert and good at what you do. So if you're doing five or six different things professionally, there is no chance or or you are a genius and a savant or something but there are there is no chance of being the best at everything or maybe you are a hundred years old and you actually took the time to be the best at everything that you do and you're still working in case in this case my hat is off to you I lovely I, I love this but if you are a, a grown-up between 25 and 65 um, there mathematically you won't have the time to become super expert at, at multiple things and if you then describe doing multiple things people can start wondering is this really is this person actually good at what I need uh, perhaps you are I'm sure you are but but even if you are I would actually choose what to post I, I spend a lot of time doing something that is not related to my work that takes me a lot of time I don't mention it because if I did, people would start thinking, oh, does she work half-time, part-time? Actually, I do, because I do something else on the side or because I, I do something and then I work on the side. But I don't, in, on a platform when I'm meeting people, I don't talk about this because then they are my focus and my priority. And sometimes... This is, I hate the saying because it, it kind of hurts, but a jack of all trades is a master of none. And I've been that. And somebody told me once, oh, so you're doing so many things means you're not really good at anything. And I kind of want to leave you with, with that because maybe it's not just about posting on LinkedIn. Maybe it's just about choosing what is it that you actually uh, want to excel at. And then go out and post all about that. Become a nerd. Become a the first name, the top name. So that people know exactly, oh, he or she is doing this. And please don't use any nude picture to promote yourself. I hope that this gave you some insight. I thought this would be a short episode. It actually wasn't. So I hope that this gave you insight. And I hope that I didn't offend you. But I hope that I made you think on how you show up on LinkedIn uh, as a professional 
social media channel that is free for you to use, that is uh, like, a, like a golden ticket to any, I mean, a lot of my connections and gigs and work goes through LinkedIn. And if I didn't follow my strategy, I probably wouldn't get half of the work that I'm getting out of LinkedIn. So this is something that I know has worked for me and, and obviously it will work. It, it works for everybody who is paying attention to what they post. Um, so I think LinkedIn was better back in the days. I would, my, I would love to make LinkedIn great again, but uh, one post at a time. And I hope that you consider your reputation when posting on LinkedIn. And if you just listened to me and nodded your head the entire time thinking, yes, yes, amen, amen, then uh, we're just alike, you and I. So I hope to see both you and you who are not disagreeing with me really here next week. Bye for now. Take care.